Hey, what's up, everybody? For your fix of fitness, health, life, and laughs, you know where it's at. That's right, it's at the podcast with your host, yours truly, Adam Pullman. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast. This is the show where all of your questions are answered. Your questions about health, fitness, and nutrition. They're discussed here on the show, guys. This is how it works. If it's your first time, listen up. Listeners just like you send in questions on Instagram, specifically my Instagram story. So if you're not already following me there, you can find me with the handle Adam underscore Pullman Fit. Every single Sunday, I will post a question box up that says, ask me a question. That is your green light to submit as many health, fitness, and nutrition questions as you would like. If there's a question that we haven't talked about in a while or something that I think is good and will resonate with everybody, I will take it uh, in detail and answer it here on the show like I am uh, today. So also just thanks for being here. I know there are tons of other shows that you could be listening to right now uh, and I'm grateful uh, that you are here. Guys, if you want more stuff outside of this uh, show, outside of this podcast, you can get more free resources at PullmanFitness.com. We have uh, free guides, free articles on pretty much any health, fitness, and nutrition topic you can think of. And if there's something that you can't find, answer that question here, uh, or I should say on Instagram, and I'll talk about it for you. So that's at PullmanFitness.com slash free. That's P-O-E-H-L-M-A-N-N Fitness.com slash free. Guys, here's what we're talking about today. We're going to be talking about Diet and exercise. Is it true that results come from you know 80% nutrition, 80% diet, and 20% exercise? What does that ratio really look like? So we're going to be discussing that today. Uh, and then if there's anything that comes up, anything that comes up related to a question that you have, make sure you head to Instagram and answer that question there. Thanks for being here. Let's talk about this 80-20 ratio. Today's question comes from Lizard Queen 666 and the question is, is the 80% diet, 20% exercise myth true? Also, what is your intake on the BMI chart? Real quick, let's answer the second one. The BMI chart, uh, I don't like it. I don't. It's just like the scale, right? It doesn't tell the whole story. It's just going to give you body mass index, index um, based on your your age, your height, your weight. Uh, most of the time, I haven't I haven't seen where I'm at on the BMI chart in a long time, uh, but <clears throat> three or four times. In the past, when I have been the, to the doctor for my, my yearly physical, I've been in the overweight um, or, or obese section uh, just because I weigh a little bit more. Since I lift weights, I have a little bit more muscle mass, but I would say that my body fat percentage is in the, uh, in the lean category. So, you know, I, I, don't, I don't think it's a, a, tell, uh, a tell-all, be-all type of thing. Is that the right phrase? I don't freaking know. Uh, end-all, be-all, tell-all, be-all. What am I saying? And I'll be all because of what I was looking for. It's just like the scale. It's just going to give you a number uh, and it's not going to tell you the whole story. So I wouldn't put uh, all your eggs in that basket. All right. So the original question is the 80% diet, 20% exercise myth true. So I think I find it interesting that you already said myth is the myth true. Uh, Cause I feel like it is a myth. You know, we, we always like to put percentages on things. We always like to say, oh, it's all based on this and it's a little bit based on that, but more so based on this. The truth is, is it varies from individual to individual. 
the truth of the matter is that you could have your your training locked in, but your nutrition could be absolute trash, and that's why you're not su- succeeding. The reality is for some people, your nutrition might be 50% dialed in and 50% dialed in in the gym, but and that's why you're not seeing anything happen. The truth is you could be dialed in in the kitchen and you have everything locked in nutritionally, but your training program is trash. You're not lifting with the right intentions, and that's why you're not seeing results. It just depends on the individual and where they're coming from and where they're uh, currently at, how they're currently treating their nutrition and exercise. But I will say this, over time, over the years, nutrition has been praised as the, mostly the determining factor for the results that you see, okay? And when we're talking about number on the scale, yes, that is true. Someone doesn't have to exercise at all. And as long as they're manipulating their nutrition, more calories coming in than there are going out, there will be weight gain. Less calories coming in than there are going out, there will be weight loss. So solely based on the scale, you don't even have to freaking exercise. Is that healthy? Gosh, no, absolutely not. That's not healthy. That's not going to lead to a good, like, good, long, happy, and healthy life. But that's just the reality. So, so because the scale has been worshipped so much, we put so much attention on nutrition. And because of that, in my opinion, again, this is my opinion, because of that exercise has been completely overlooked, completely and entirely overlooked. One of the most common questions that I get is, Hey, I feel like I'm exercising and eating well, but I'm not seeing any results. What the heck is going on? What the freaking heck does exercising well mean? What does that mean? It is so different because it's based on the perception of the individual. Guys, you wouldn't believe how many people that I see in the gym that are there just to 90%, 90% of the people in the gym are there to get their workout done and leave. They're there to get their workout done and leave. Guys, I don't know what profession you're in. I don't know what field you're in as far as work goes. Let's say you're a teacher, right? And your goal, this analogy is coming right off the top of my head right this minute, right now. So if it's horrible, I apologize. Hopefully you get the point. Let's say you're a teacher, right? And you have a classroom of middle schoolers. God bless you. First of all, if you have a classroom of middle schoolers, God bless your heart and soul. Let's say you have a classroom of middle schoolers and you are trying to educate the future of America. You're trying to make sure they are smart, bright kids that know how to think for themselves, that can form their own thoughts and opinions, that can think critically. That's your goal or that should be the goal. And you get in front of the classroom every day and you just say, hey, class, I am a teacher. I am here to educate And I'm going to stand up here and talk. So it looks like I'm teaching and I'm going to kind of just write some doodles on the board and uh, maybe teach you what two plus two is. What's the outcome of that class going to be? Horrible. Horrible freaking outcome. It is not going to be good because your intention was not good as a teacher. You had a poor intention. Your true intention was just to see those 50 minutes of class go by as quickly as possible and just fill up time. Same thing goes with the gym. If you go there and your intention is just to get the reps done, do what the workout says and leave, 
you are not going to see results. I can't tell you how many people do that. And it's clear. I can tell that that is what their goal is. All right. I've got 12 reps of squats. Here go 12 reps of squats. Up one, up two, up three, up four. That's like the basics. Whereas what you should be thinking is, okay, I've got 12 squats to do. My goal is to build my glutes and my legs. So I'm going to make sure that I'm applying a heavy load. But aside from that, I'm going to make sure that my movement is good, that my squat feels stable. I'm embracing, I'm embracing my core. I am consciously squeezing my quads, my hamstrings, my glutes. I'm consciously squeezing my thighs as I control that weight down and I'm squeezing my muscles even more to move that weight up versus I'm going to let gravity pull me down and I'm just going to stand up. Do you see the difference that I'm talking about? I, I was doing a live, uh, a live Q&A on social media the other day, <clears throat> and I don't remember what the question was that was asked, but you know, lifting. I, what I was trying to say is lifting weights. People say that they're lifting weights, but what does that mean? You know, I, what I did is I had I was drinking a I had a little drink and I had a little a, a can. It was like a I was like a probiotic soda or something like that. And I had my can. I said, "This is a weight. This is a weight. It's res, it's weighted. It has weight to it. And gravity is trying to pull it down. And I'm fighting gravity by pulling that weight up. So me lifting this can here for twelve reps, boom, I'm lifting weights. That's that's me lifting weights because that that soda can with liquid in it is a weight. But do you think that that type of quote unquote weightlifting is going to get me the results that I want? No, because my body already knows how to do that. My body, my body is already capable of lifting that weight. I'm not challenging it to do anything that it hasn't done before. All I'm doing is lifting a freaking soda can off the table. The same thing goes for your workouts. Are you doing something that you've done before or are you challenging your body? Are you with the weights telling your body, hey, you have no other freaking option but to get stronger and improve. Hey, you have no other option but to improve your explosiveness. Hey, you have no other option but to improve your agility. I am exposing you to this demanding environment because I am forcing you to change. Is that what you're communicating to your body through your workouts? Doubt it. And that's not a judgment on who you are. That's just based on what I've seen from almost every single human being in the gym. They are going through the motions just to get their workout done. And that is it. They're not thinking about the intention, the intended goal, how they're going to manipulate and use their muscles and use their body to get that intended goal from that specific exercise. Are you starting to see how important it is to pay attention and execute every single element of a training program? Extremely important. Lifting weights just isn't grabbing something and lifting it. There is extreme intent and purpose involved with every single rep, every single set, every single exercise, every single rest period. It is a formula. And when every single piece of that formula is executed well with purpose and intention, it works. It works. So I know this has been mostly a rant, but let me try to bring it in a little bit. I can't put a, you can't, you can't put a specific, specific number on the ratio of how much is diet and how much is exercise, because like I said, it depends on the person. But all of us overlook exercise. So what can we do to make our, sorry, let me backtrack. All of us overlook exercise because there has been such an emphasis on nutrition. Such an emphasis on nutrition. We, most of us know what to do to eat better. 
try to eliminate the amount of highly processed foods that we eat, try to eat more whole natural foods, get more protein in, get more nutrient dense foods, probably consume a little fewer calories than we have been. But no one talks about exercise. No one talks about actually lifting. So we have no freaking clue what to do. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about that. Exercise programming. An exercise, a good exercise program isn't something that you just throw together and say, okay, boom, done. It's something that is specifically tailored to your goals based on the exercises that you're doing, the reps that you're doing, the sets that you're doing, whatever, okay? So the first things first, I would encourage you to take a reflection, take some time to think about your exercise. Why do you do it? What is your, ask yourself, what's, what is, based on my actions, not my thoughts, based on my actions and how I treat my workout in the gym, what is my intention? I'm willing to bet the majority of the people listening, a majority of the time are going to say, yeah, I get in there. I look at the clock and say, okay, I got to be out of here in 45 minutes. Let's motor through this thing. Versus saying, ah, crap, I only have 45 minutes. Let's make half the exercises I'm supposed to do twice as good as they should be on a regular day. So think about your intention, okay? If your intention isn't in the right place, fix it, okay? Next, your training program should be structured around the basics that lead to the most amount of change. The best bang for your buck exercises, squats, deadlifts, rows, pull-ups, overhead press, bench press, lunges, things like that. The most bang for your buck exercises that are going to lead to the most uh, strength increases. And I don't care if your goal is freaking fat loss. I don't care if your goal is improving strength. Both of those exercises, or excuse me, all of those exercises are very beneficial for both of those goals. So those should be your meat and potatoes. That is what your exercise program is centered on. Now you can have accessory lifts outside of that based on what you want to build up. For example, right now, uh, I'm, I'm focusing a little bit more on my arms because in my last training phase, I was powerlifting. I was solely focused on deadlifting, squatting, and benching. That is what my entire program revolved around because my goal was to deadlift 500 pounds. I wanted to increase my overall strength, improve the way my central nervous system communicates to the rest of my body. And because of that, my arms didn't get a lot of direct work and they got a little smaller. And I was like, all right, this time let's try to get my arms back up to where they were. So now I have more training frequency around my arms. I have those meat and potato lifts, but I have other accessory movements like curls, tricep extensions that are more geared towards my arms. And I'm doing that more frequently than I am other things like chest specific exercises. Okay, or glute-specific exercises because it's more important for me to build my arms up. So you can surround your accessory movements based on that. Lastly, thirdly, I should say, not lastly, but thirdly, what is your intended goal? What have you not done before? Have you not done strength before as far as you know lower reps? Then let's do that. Your body is going to respond best to what it hasn't done before. If it's been a few months since you've done moderate rep ranges, like 8 to 10, let's do that. If you've only done like two to four reps and eight to 10 reps, you've never done anything higher, let's start there or at least scale to it. Now you're starting to see how we're kind of structuring a training program based on where we're coming from, our experiences and what the goal is. Okay, that's like the basics. So you've got your meat and potato exercises. You form your accessory movements around that based on what you want to build up. And then you select your rep ranges. And the last thing is that you need to have it periodized. You need to have it phased. I recommend a training phase lasts anywhere from three to six weeks. Four weeks is a good sweet spot because that's just how our calendar system works. It works well. Then you say, okay, phase one, four weeks long. Phase two, four weeks long. Phase three, four weeks long. 
If at the end of phase three, X, Y, Z is my goal, how do I make sure that each phase complements the next? Phase one is going to create foundation. I'll give you a basic guideline. Phase one is going to create foundational strength. Let's say your goal is building muscle. Okay. Phase one is going to create foundational strength, lower rep ranges, focus on improving my central nervous systems, communication to my muscles to move more load. Well, my goal is muscle building. Why do I want to do strength? Well, because when that strength, that foundation of strength is in place, when you go into phase two, which is more, more hypertrophy focused, more focused on muscle building, you'll be able to increase the overall load that you use in those rep ranges because your foundational strength is greater. So now in phase two, you don't have four to six reps. You have eight to 10 reps, moderate rep ranges towards muscle building, building a little bit more. But because you built that foundation in phase one, your phase two results are going to be greater. And then you push the hypertrophy, the muscle building even more by going into higher rep ranges, like 12 to 15. You're focused on the muscle pump. You're focused on getting as much blood into those muscles as possible, pushing them as much as, much as possible. Because phase one improved your overall strength, you were able to increase the load into phase two and maximize your muscle building into phase two. That muscle building in phase two allows you to apply more volume and load in phase three when, you're, when your reps are higher. Are you starting to see what I'm talking about? Now, I know it's just kind of talking around circles, beating around the bush a little bit, just talking in general, um, in general terms, in general senses, but that's the overarching theme for everybody's training program. It should be phased. One phase leads to the next phase. Phase one improves phase two. Phase two, the benefits from phase two improve the benefits of phase three. Make sure it's all training, uh, it's all structured, and it's not just a bunch of random crap thrown out a piece of paper just to go do in the gym. A lot of people just do exercises to burn calories. Oh, it burns, so I'm going to do that. Oh, I can do it quickly, so I'm going to do that. Oh, it doesn't require much equipment, so I'm just going to do that. Break everything down. At the very top of your little pyramid, you have a uh, you have a goal in mind. Great, that goal is there. Three branches come down after that. What are my phases going to look like? Phase one, strength. Phase two, this. Phase three, this. Okay, in phase one, how am I going to make sure that I'm getting strength? Oh, I'm going to do these exercises, and I'm going to do this many reps. I'm going to do this many sets with this much rest in between. Phase two, break it down into another period. How much rest? How much sets? How many reps? How much weight? What exercises? It's a puzzle or like a pyramid scheme, except this isn't a scheme. This is something to help you improve your exercise. Anyway, guys, I'm just ranting and talking in circles at this point, but you get the point. Don't underestimate the value of your training program. There's a method to the madness. Don't overlook that. All right, guys, I, I hope this helped in some way. And if you need help on exactly how to structure your training program, always reach out. You know, I, I do this for a living and I need to put food on the table. So I'm not just going to give you a training program for free, but I'm always happy to give advice. And if you do want to get a training program written by me, so you don't have to worry about all the bullshit, uh, sorry for my words. You don't have to worry about all the details and nuances. I'll write it for you. You just got to give me a history on what, what's going on, but you can get, get 12 weeks, six months, nine months of phased programming that's written for you, your equipment, your goals based on what you've been doing and what you haven't done before. You can get all of that. You can sign up for one of those at pullmanfitness.com slash programs. That's P-O-E-H-L-M-A-N-N fitness.com slash programs. And if you want free resources, it's pullmanfitness.com slash free. And then guys, uh, remember, if you know someone that needs to hear this, send them here, share this episode with them. Let them know that this is where they can go to get all of their health, fitness, and nutrition questions answered. 
Oh my goodness, I cannot believe it is over already. Hey, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Hey, listen in. If you have a health and fitness goal that you are trying to reach, I don't know what else to say other than to say it must be a match made in heaven. If you didn't know already, Pullman Fitness exists to transform the body, mind, and spirit through personal coaching and sustainable fitness plans for any stage of life. So if you want to reach your goals, build sustainability, and enjoy life all at the same time, you guys got to check out Premier Coaching at Pullman Fitness. From custom tailored programming to 24-7 access to your personal coach, you'll have everything that you need to succeed. You guys can find out a lot more about Premier Coaching as well as our membership program at PullmanFitness.com. Hey, if you enjoyed the show, share the love by leaving a five-star review and introducing the podcast to your friends and family. As always, thank you so much for listening, and until next time, this is The podcast.